Whoosh. We are live on Periscope and Facebook and DLive. Facebook and DLive go are right neck and neck. Appreciate you guys joining. Appreciate you guys uh, hanging on. Waiting up for uh, me to go live after Jesse Lee Peterson did his very disruptive <laughs> uh, side interview. With uh, it's actually an interview that I'm actually quite excited about. I believe it was pre-taped, and uh, will we will be sharing on Jesse Lee Peterson's uh, social media networks how to catch it once it does come out. Very nice. As if you didn't catch on, I am coming on late once again, but not a full-blown hour late. This time I'm a full-blown half hour plus late. So what's up, everybody? Thank you to Noah's Ark, Kansas, and Jesse Lee Peterson. Noah's Ark, Kansas, faithful with the diamonds, and Jesse Lee Peterson, faithful with the hosting. And uh, I'm live. What's up? <laughs> Jay over there on Facebook says, Hunter Biden is a crackhead. Kind of reminds me of what some Los Angeles radio hosts got in trouble for referring to... The late, great Whitney Houston. But I'm going to be talking about... I got a tip from one of my Twitter followers. Breonna Taylor's boyfriend. Well, the late Breonna Taylor's. I guess you would call her ex-boyfriend. It's not exactly surviving boyfriend. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Kenneth Walker had an interview with one of those black female CBS This Morning hosts and... I have some very small, short, brief compilation of snippets to play for you. And I have some information on Rudy Giuliani's daughter that I read to you guys. And the attack on Rudy. I read to you guys a little bit in Hake News. And Ben Sass, Ben Sass, the rhino, never Trumper, still an enemy of the people, confirmed. And um, some other items as well. So... Let's get on. It is Friday, October 16th, 2020, 9.38 a.m. here in Los Angeles. Let's get on with the show. If you want to learn about Q, then just watch Hake News. I have all of the mainstream media's mainstream talking points about Q and some interesting information that I did not know before. Oh, it's the Hake Report, the Hake Report, la la la. Isn't it interesting how the mainstream fake news media just scaremongers and harps on those right-wing conspiracy theories that are so, like, basically harmless. Basically harmless. 
but not completely harmless. Let's admit it. If, uh, you know, it's best to believe what's true, what's real, what you know. Stick with what you know, right? And sometimes people, always the left does not stick with what they know. Sometimes the right, oftentimes, maybe even most of the time, the right does not stick with what we know. <laughs> um, I'm chuckling at some of the comments in the DLive chat. Very active DLive chat since I was suspended on YouTube for a, fake, a couple of fake community guidelines strikes, which are pending review. We'll see what happens. We'll see. But, you know, last night, President Trump appeared on a very mm, confrontational so-called town hall meeting on NBC, CNBC, MSNBC. And one of the females who's prominent at NBC or CNBC or MSNBC, I've seen her before. I think of her as being one of those female types who bashed Fox News as being a place for sexual harassment for women, just kissing up to the fake Me Too movement. I think of her as being involved with that in some way. I could be wrong, but she's certainly of the same ilk as those people. Just a dumb liberal woman who's just self-important, antagonistic, thinks she knows what she's talking about, pushing her phony liberal values as though they are objective values. Mask. Why don't you push wearing a mask? Why don't you denounce white supremacy? And they're pushing this fake thing about white supremacy and QAnon as though those two things are major threats to America. The FBI, the liberal, liberal-run FBI, is saying, oh, these are terroristic threats. Potentially terroristic threats. The major, you know, the, it's the most deadly terroristic threat, domestic terroristic threat in the country is white supremacist violence, extremism, right? Dumb. Dumb. Every now and then, you, I mean, we gotta, they're not the ones to solve the anger of the white people. Uh, Christianity, telling the truth, um... The stuff that Jesse Lee Peterson preaches is what will help the so-called white supremacists and the so-called QAnon people who are, maybe some of them are caught up in the wrong stuff. Then uh, we can handle them. Thank you very much, stupid liberal media who lies and pushes very destructive conspiracy theories such as racism. Black Lives Matter is way more destructive than QAnon. And way more murderous, honestly, than QAnon. Even if you don't even think abortion is murder. Which it is. But uh, just look around at how much the crime has arisen thanks to the kissing up to Black Lives Matter over the past several years, even towards the end of Obama's presidency. Because he kissed up to them for a couple of years there, too, when they had come out to the forefront. And he'd pushed the nonsense and validated the fake news of, um, racism against black people. Oh, I don't know. There's probably not an African-American alive in America who hasn't been followed in the stores. <laughs> That's because blacks steal disproportionately. If it's even true, which it's not true. 
It's crazy. I will be t- getting to your calls, by the way. 888-775-3773. So she was hounding him on this, and he kept on bringing it back to, what about Antifa? What about this actual violence rather than potential violence? Now, I didn't know that this guy who got caught up in Q allegedly, according to his lawyer, right, his defense lawyer, 24-year-old young man caught up in this QAnon thing, which I read to you guys about in Hake News. He went and killed a mob boss. Well, a purported mob boss or something. This is according to NPR News. National Public Radio. I only cite mainstream, reputable, authoritative sources. <laughs> Look at this guy. So he's in court, handcuffed, skinny 24-year-old, well, slim 24-year-old man who went to try to do, according to the story, a citizen's arrest of a member of the... Which family? One of those, one of those people that we didn't want to count as, I mean, the whites didn't want to count as white back in the day. Italian Gambino family. Back in March 2019, this guy went to, I guess, his house and tried to do a citizen's arrest. The man moved his hand in a, in a way that was scary to this guy. So he pulled out a rifle or a gun from his truck or vehicle and shot the guy, killing him. And now he's on, I mean, as of last year, he was on trial for murder. And he's showing up his hand with Q written in blue, ballpoint and pen, ink, and MAGA, Make America Great Again. And what a mess. He messed up his life. If that's, if that's even true, what his lawyer is saying. His lawyer is trying to conjure a insanity defense. I don't believe that we should have insanity defenses in courts. I think that's a corruption of the justice system. Because, duh, you're insane. You killed somebody. It's insanity. Anger makes you insane, right? And so, supposedly, this guy caught up on, in the Q thing and was convinced that President Trump would protect him no matter what he did because he was trying to help President Trump. Supposedly, this guy got believed in that Q thing to the extent where he was going to do this type of stuff. By the way, according to NPR, National Public Radio, it's public funded, but far left enemies of America. This guy went and tried to do a citizen's arrest against um, Bill de Blasio, the New York City mayor. It's crazy. So he had had a history with issues, and they tried to Blame Pizzagate, cite Pizzagate as a violent, I guess it's violent if you shoot into a, a, um, a concrete floor of a pizza joint run by a homosexual that you think is maybe housing children in the basement when there is no basement, allegedly. But they chalk up Pizzagate as being just that when it had to do with stuff that showed up in the Clinton emails that were not investigated at all by the un, uncurious mainstream media that's not very curious when it comes to suspicious behavior of the Democrats and the establishment, the rhinos, too. QAnon never promotes violence, says Based America First. But, you know, nutty people can take things the wrong way. And as they've done with this fake racism thing, I'm putting pigs in a blanket. I'm putting wings on pigs today, said one guy who murdered 
two New York City police officers just walked up to their car and actually shot and killed them. I think they were in their cars. An Asian dude and a Hispanic guy. In uh, after the Eric Garner and Mike Brown thing, pretending that Mike Br- pretending that Mike Brown was an innocent an innocent victim when he was the perp. And Eric Garner, who said this ends today, and he resisted arrest, and yes, it did end that day. And he was fat, and I believe that the story goes he had a um, a heart attack. He couldn't deal with the stress, just like George Floyd couldn't deal with the stress of the arrest because he resisted it. And he was unhealthy to begin with. He had issues. What a mess. So these people are far more destructive. The mainstream media is far more destructive than any Q thing. And I'm not a Q supporter. But I like how President Trump said, I agree. Uh, Pedophilia is bad because they believe that there's a lot of pedophiles up in the government. Who knows? But it's best to just stick with what you know, not jump to conclusions about stuff. (laughs) One of the, as an example of the way that your mind can fool you, I was on the Jesse Lee Peterson show earlier today, and I had a little conflict with Jesse Lee Peterson's producer. Jesse Lee Peterson's producer likes to mess around with the, 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 uh, mic and get it just so. He's very particular, and he's not afraid to touch, um, he's not afraid to touch technical equipment that I don't just know. I'm a boomer. I stay away from that stuff. <laughs> but he touches it, and I try to bring Joel into it and say, this is Joel's domain, and we just had a f- funny conflict. And then somebody said... Nick and James are not even making eye contact right now. (laughs) And we're like on this four panel screen. You can't even tell which direction either one of us is is, really is on that four panel thing. It's all confusing. I look this way and it looks like I'm looking that way. It's so weird. It's like watching Joe Biden at that debate. No, not a debate. At that town hall. (laughs) It's like watching Joe Biden at that town hall and he's looking up into space. But really, I think that he was looking up at people who were asking him questions, like blacks who were asking him questions. But anyway, like, we might be mad, but we still like each other. (laughs) And it's funny. But you take it as though, uh, as though it's some serious drama happening with the Jason Lee Peterson show, and it's nothing like what you're thinking. Nick says, we're not over it. You think I'm not mad? But, uh, Nick is a great actor, so, is that how it's, is that, is that how it's spelled, actor? So, you don't know what's go- really going on. You jump to conclusions, people jump to conclusions about stuff. You f- your mind fills in the, the, uh, gaps. Same thing with these, uh, conspiracy theories. And yes, there are real conspiracies. There is a, they're conspiring against President Trump, both openly and behind closed doors. People think all celebrities are in the Illuminati. (laughs) Well, they are. No, I don't know. But, you know, you jump to conclusions. You think, okay, the media and, you know, the establishment lies to us about everything. Therefore, the earth is flat because they've been telling us it's round. They lie about everything else. Why wouldn't the earth be flat? 
But if you don't know, just leave it alone. Right? Hake should deport Nick, says Ghost Murdoch. <laughs> yeah, uh, Joelle threw up the okay sign one time, and they thought that... No, they didn't think you were pandering. They thought that you were Illuminati or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, they thought that he was into that thing. And then, you know, I... I make the thumbnails for Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, and, and one time, you know, Jesse Lee Peterson likes to imitate Trump by doing the, Trump used to do this. <laughs> and so they think, Jesse is, they say that he's a Mason, that he's a Illuminati, they say that I'm a Jew. <laughs> I don't think I am. <laughs> I may be controlled opposition. <laughs> anyway. You guys don't know, and neither do we, and so it's best to just leave it as I don't know. Only go is, f only stick with what you know. So, uh, main, to the mainstream media, I'll handle, we'll handle Q, we'll handle Q anon people, where they're wrong. You don't, you're no help to fighting evil because you are evil. Evil is not good at fighting evil. That's why they... Have have come up with phony stuff like boys need to be more connected to their emotions stupid stuff female-minded They don't know it's so ridiculous. We've seen real terror real violence real destruction in the name of baseless conspiracy theory of systemic racism which to to this day even the the <laughs> To this day yes even the so-called conservative Supreme Court nominee, Amy Barrett, or Barrett, <laughs> as Jesse Lee Peterson called her, and I kind of like that name because it's, it's, uh, well, it's disrespectful, <laughs> and I like to be a little bit, uh, uh, defiant towards the establishment. She kissed up to the phony idea of it, so of course, because it's a well-accepted conspiracy theory, and they just accept the fact that people are committing murders in the name of fighting racism and committing all manner of injustices against whites and and blacks honestly it's killing their souls too like Jesse Lee Peterson makes a great point it's killing them by causing them to um, you know it's justifying their falsely justified anger Blind, brainwashed, evil establishment intellectuals will handle the Q people. Or they can handle themselves by looking at themselves. Not you people. Not you mainstream media idiots. It's ridiculous. I, I go on Twitter and say, oh, such and such. I say, people are waking up thanks to Trump. I say that. And some guy jumps to conclusions that I'm a Q person. I know nothing about Q. And he said, well, I mistook you as being Q. That's dangerous stuff, man. Because one guy went to kill a mob boss? Pfft. Alleged mob boss. Anyway. Um, I'm all confused. I'm all discombobulated because we started at, what, 9.35 or something? Have I been talking 20 minutes already? Uh. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Uh. I'm so confused. Let me read some super chats and get to calls. Um, thanks again to Jesse Lee Peterson in Noah's Ark, Kansas. 
fan of the ladies gave a diamond and said, Tulsi Gabbard is a genuine. <laughs> I can't say that. Trump 2020. Woo. Why do you say that about Tulsi Gabbard? He says that she's very pretty. But he said the H word. Not the H word that's bad, but the H word that G-rated hate can't say. <laughs> Making me blush. But yeah, she's pretty. Pretty liberal. She used to be anti-homosexual. Not, not even that word. Oh. Yeah, but adding T-I-E after that. <laughs> Why can't you say it, LOL? Okay. I should have, I should have my board operators read these super chats so I don't blush on camera. He says, Tulsi Gabbard is, Tulsi Gabbard is a genuine hottie. <laughs> I can't even believe fan of, oh, his name is fan of the ladies. I guess that would make sense. Sorry, kids, but this is how these people talk. Uh, Jen, <laughs> F. Jenny Crosby 2020 gave a diamond, said YouTube is super beta, la la la. Thank you. Marcus Jones stinks. Thank you for changing your name a year ago. Gave a diamond and said, will you bring on John Doyle? That'd be amazing. I like that guy. Hasn't he been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show? Young guy. Puts on a great, great edited videos. It's cool. And presents himself real well. Uh, I think I was introduced to him about a year ago. Nice. I think it might have been from my old former, my former de facto producer, Dylan. Uh, heck off, commie. <laughs> I think that's his show. So, such a 50s kid. <laughs> right? Isn't that? Let me get to Carl, first time caller in Tennessee. Carl, thank you for holding, man. What's up? Hey, man, how are you guys today? Doing fine. How are you? Doing all right. Look, man, you guys are talking about some interesting stuff, but before I get to the main point of my call, I like to say, um, you know, the Earth is both round and flat. The Bible it's, teaches that the it's Earth a disc. is a circle. It's a disc. Well, perhaps. Well, you know, we just know, as a Christian myself, I'm speaking from what the biblical teaching is. And in Psalm, excuse me, in Proverbs 8.27, the Scripture says, When he prepared the heavens, I was there when he said a compass upon the face of the depth. And a compass draws a circle, and as well, we're told in the book of Isaiah that it is he who sitteth upon this circle of the earth. So the earth is a circular enclosed plane, um, and it's enclosed by the firmament that was created on day two. The sun and moon and the it's stars... A, it's a plane with God, mountains on it, though. It's a... Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the Earth has landscape to it, sure. I mean, it, it's not yeah. flat in the sense What did you say you know, about you the sun and the moon and the Earth? I interrupted you after you oh, said that's plane. okay. That, that is perfectly okay. What are the sun, the and, sun the and the moon? The sun and the moon and the stars were not created until day four. So that means we had three previous days and nights before the sun was ever created. So that fact there totally disputes the notion that the sun is older than the Earth and that the earth is moving around the sun. It, the scriptures plainly teach that it is the sun that goes in circuit, or a circle over the face of God's circular enclosed stationary flat plane earth. That's baffling. It's it, incredible, where, man. It is the word of God. I mean, I, I don't know, but 
answer me this, and I'm having fun, but I want to know, where did they get the notion, because I've seen this graphic of, can you Google the tortoise and the flat earth, of the tortoise <laughs> that, has the, that has the flat earth on its back? Yeah, that's all misinformation, man, and okay. that's all part of pagan heathen religion. That it has nothing to do with the Word of God, the inspired, infallible Word of God that He's kept preserved for us throughout the passage of time. All right, nothing. I don't know if about referring to the Bible as the Word of God because it never refers to itself as that. So people jump to conclusions and say that. Well, the Word of God does itself refer to itself as the Word, like we're told in different, Psalm 12. Or different books do. Well, you God, know what I mean? Well, you know, well, you and I, and, and I already am aware of how you guys feel about the preservation of God's Word, so I don't want to argue with you about that. No, I'm not that, trying to argue. I'm just... Right. Well, I mean, well, I guess I am I believe, trying to argue, actually. Okay. <laughs> just a little well, bit, but not, believe, I'm not trying to get in an extended argument. I'm just trying to okay. assert well, a, a, so just a minor disagreement. Position, okay, fine. Anyway. Okay, so just let me state. Okay. So just let me state my position before we move on to Freemasonry. Go for it. And Joe Biden. <laughs> um, it's my position Here's that the, the King James Bible. It's my position that, that the is, King James Bible. Just hold on one moment. Uh, this is, pe- uh, Carl, this is paganism. What he just—he said that this is paganism. I'm showing a picture that you'll see later if you happen to be watching, of, okay. of a domey, flat-ish earth with elephants on a tortoise on a snake. Yeah, fish that's thing all. That's fishes that's, eating that's, its that's, that's, yeah, that's nonsense. And it has the a earth. what the heck? It has that that satanic symbol, right? The eye over the pyramid. Is that a pyramid? And a compass thing. Anyway, well, I can't see the image. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking at. But l- let me just be clear. According to the creation account in Scripture in Genesis, all right, and we're told in Second Timothy chapter three that all Scripture is, is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That includes the creation account itself. So for someone like me, a crazy religious <laughs> zealot Bible thumper. Okay, the, the, the creation account is, an, is the inspired Word of God, and it plainly teaches that the earth is older than the sun, the moon, and the stars by three days, and that, is it, and that it is enclosed with the firmament. I know, but what's All baffling right, about that is what's days? Well, I mean, At that it point, says the evening and the morning were the first day, and what that are happens you, for three days before day four. Not to sound like that Indian guy who said, what is here, what is America, but... What is the evening and morning without the sun and the moon? I'm so confused. Well, but anyway. God divided the light from darkness, and we're told that that light was Christ. Now, that doesn't mean that Christ was created. That just means that Christ is the Word of God that was manifested when God spoke. And that right. light is Christ, like we read in John. Let's move on, because I'm, I'm okay, already great. getting cross-eyed. So so let me say this about Joe Biden real quick, and then we can move on to Freemasonry. I find it fascinating and disgusting at the same time that Joe Biden can stand up there talking about moral responsibility whenever we have him on video groping small children. I mean, who do you think he is? He's I mean, gonna, I he's don't gonna lecture you and I about so, uh, about a mask and a, and a vaccine and tell us it's our moral responsibility to do this and that. We got him on video groping small kids. Are you kidding me? 
I don't see it as that necessarily. Oh, well, I do. Yeah. Um, so, but I think that's that's your mind jumping to conclusions about what you what you're seeing. I think. So you don't think he was handling those children inappropriate? I don't think that it was in a sexual way necessarily. The way that he was grabbing on that little girl and sniffing of her, you don't find that inappropriate? It might be inappropriate for like these present times. This guy is like a, a old school, one of those old school phony politicians who touches people and ingratiates himself with them by touching them. Yeah, but that's a little over the line. I mean, that's a, that is yeah. a child. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's he is a he is an overbearing person. So I don't it. I just prefer not to jump to conclusions about that stuff. Especially given there is an attack on men, and there is all kinds of suspicions. Oh, such and such looks like a pedophile. And people will say that about you or me. It's disgusting. And that's evil. And so I'm more against this, um, without solid proof, not feeding conjecture... It's, it's, we already know he's evil without having to make up stuff from our imagination, our collective imagination, no much less. Because right now there's like a, mm-hmm. there's like a mob against men and you can say, oh yes, Epstein and Biden and uh, all these various Republican and, and Democrat politicians who've gotten in trouble for things and... Uh, priests and all these creepy, weird people. But um, there's really, you know that there's an attack on men and false accusations that fly against men. So it's, again, it's this thing where you're the type to make, to assume from what you read in the Bible that it means that the earth is flat and you're also saying that Joe is a total pedo. <laughs> I'm saying that we have him on video groping. No, I know. I was, I was kind of putting words in your mouth. I was reading the chat. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, but I mean, yeah, Joe Biden is immoral for supporting abortion, supporting the fake idea of racism. He's a disgusting person. Well, no doubt. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So anyway, this whole QAnon thing, and then I'd like to move on to Freemasonry. Man, well, I mean, I don't have a whole lot of time. But you can you can definitely call me um, another day as well. But quickly, what did you want to say about uh, okay, so the I'll, next thing? So I'll just skip QAnon. So you guys have been talking all week on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. I say all week. There's been several callers that have called in talking about how all of the founding fathers were Satanists and that the United States of America is a total Satanic country <laughs> and it was created with men that were in league with Satan. Okay, so let me just state my opinion here. That was two callers. Some of the fa- right, okay, some, yeah, two callers. So yeah. some of the founding fathers were Masons, but not all of them. Some of them were, but not all. And were they? Were um, those Masons evil back then? 
Well, you have to understand what Freemasonry actually is, and Freemasonry itself is another religion. So if you are a Mason, that disqualifies you as being a Christian. We're told in Scripture to call no man master. Well, in the Masonic Lodge, what do you call the leading guy in the Lodge? Well, they're called a worshipful master. Freemasonry is sun worship. It is a pagan religion. So if you're a Mason, that disqualifies you from being a Christian. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the founding documents of this country are purely satanic. We have to understand that God is sovereign, and it's, that it's by the providence of God that he established the United States of America and even used pagan heathens like Thomas Jefferson and some of these other guys to pen documents like the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights, which state that all men, and this includes the life of the unborn, in my opinion, the Constitution mm-hmm. All right, and the Bill of Rights protects the life of the unborn as well, because they say all men are given rights, the right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. This includes all men, men and women, black or white, and even the unborn. Okay, and this, is, this goes back to the Old Testament scriptures and the Ten Commandments, which form the basis for these rights, all right, because you and I don't have the right to go steal from someone or kill them and take their goods, or kill them and take their wife, or covet their stuff. But because we are all given by the providence of God, this includes his elect and the reprobate, regardless, all right, that we're to live with each other by these laws of God that were given to man to show us our sin and as well enable us to live with one another and and it not be absolute chaos. So nice. for someone to argue just because these so-called founding fathers were Masons means that the documents are solely satanic, I think is is absolutely ignorant. Nice. Appreciate that. How old are you, Kyle? But I'm, I am 42, but let me just be on the record here yeah. and state that I am in no way, shape, or form defending Freemasonry at all. It is a pagan, heathen religion of sun worship. And if you're a Christian out there, come out from amongst it and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. <laughs> Appreciate that, Carl. Thank you, man. Take care. All right. Call again. Okay. Ron Armand gave a diamond and said, Good Friday, James. Ron from Rhode Island here. Nice. <laughs> not as in Good Friday, the day that Jesus died, which... I didn't, as a kid, I didn't get why that's supposed to be good. I guess I kind of get it now. Like he's supposed to. It's part of the plan. 4D chess, right? God. Or whatever. Um, But yeah, I heard that Thomas Jefferson, when I was a kid, I heard that Thomas Jefferson tore out parts of the Bible. Or something. I don't know. How come the, those Masons, Never say that they worship the sun. I guess because then they they would be completely discredited, huh? <sighs> Mildly interesting, right? It's a secret society. That's true. They don't. They have secrets. Kind of like the don't the Mormons have secrets too? <laughs> so, I don't. Do I need a break today? Uh, Let me just jump right in to... (laughs) Nick says, I got caught listening to my favorite Christian metal band, Slipknot. What? I don't think that's true. Um, 
let me tell you guys right now about this guy. Kenneth Walker. You know, the Breonna Taylor story. He was sleeping with her, according to the report, sleeping with her in her apartment, I believe it was hers. Christian man? <laughs> yeah. Um, don't they have like 16 members or something like that? <laughs> it's like a huge nine. Nine, okay. Dang. The evil number. No, I don't know. Um, you know about Breonna Taylor. She got killed supposedly in her apartment. Her body was in the um, hallway of her apartment. The police knocked and announced they should not have, but somebody said that they were told to, the officer who got shot in the leg, um, good-hearted guy, seemingly, right? Or, you know, decent-hearted guy, half-decent, anyway. Uh, Mattingly, Sergeant Mattingly, who wrote that awesome email. You can check it out on my Instagram, at the Hake Report. Um, of his, you know, mass email to the fellow department wor- police department workers that... You know, the people at the top, the kiss-up mayor, the kiss-up probably police chief, who knows. And there's an injustice against the cops in the name of fake racism, right? Um, this Breonna Taylor woman, Ken- Louisville, Kentucky, was ex-girlfriends with a drug dealer. I'd heard stories, and I don't know, follow up, check it out, that she even may have bailed out this guy. And they, they suspected that she received shipments of paraphernalia or drugs to her apartment as like a, like, a, like a place to distract from the fact that the real drug dealers over here, she received packages sometimes that would eventually go to the real drug house. What's a trap house? I don't know. But it, ha- it has something to do with, you guys know, right? Drug-related. Criminal activity. And a man who I take to be fairly um, authoritative and objective, not wanting to jump to conclusions too much about people, although he has before. Brandon Tatum, who has some insider information sometimes with regard to police activity, said that she was knee-deep in criminal activity. Whole lot of people commit crimes and never get caught. So she was never charged nor convicted with crimes, but she was part of the investigation. And her boyfriend was sleeping with her unmarried. And so I have some interest. There's the current boyfriend, not the drug dealer boyfriend. I don't know what this guy was involved in, if anything. But uh, I have some footage of a CBS This Morning interview. It came out yesterday, I believe, or maybe the day before. Just some footage of, you know, the CN- the CBS, which is a far-left enemy of America outlet, um, coverage of this young man- male's situation. Let's just play through it. And it's just a bunch of snippets, okay? About a minute long. Check it out. Come here. Come here. Come here. That's them. <laughs> That's annoying. 
These two. As a mom, you know, you, you want the best mate for your children. His mom. She just completed us. She completed the family. On the night of the police raid, Kenneth says in his fear and panic, he called his mother for help before calling 911. Valicia hey. Walker rushed to the scene. She spoke to officers about what her son told her that yeah, night. Digital. He oh. called me and said, Mama, they kicked in the door. They kicked in the door. I don't know what's going on. Ain't nothing good for you going on at the street. Stay at home. Here you are, this one time you at home. Brianna Taylor's home. mother has given him a little urn of her ashes. This started Gross. with a warrant yes. that clearly was misguided. Yeah. They were at the wrong place. Not true. His story has never changed from that very first night. Also allegedly not true. Interesting, huh? So that's my brief clips of the most juicy, interesting parts of, the, of that interview. It's like a seven and a half minute feature about the situation of Breonna Taylor, the Black Lives Matter chief victim right now, being worn by tennis stars who win world championships, if there's such a thing for tennis. And uh, the other tennis player, not just Naomi Osaka, but the one who Jesse Lee Peterson calls a tennis player, LeBron James, another mama's boy. And so... He calls his mother before he calls the police, and I don't know if he's telling the truth. He could easily be lying, saying, I don't know what's going on. The police say they knocked and announced. And I tend to believe the police. Yeah, totally, Joel said. He sat there looking pitiful next to Mama. So there's a scene in the video that I just played for you guys, and it's a scene where they're, where this black, light-skinned, sort of light-skinned black female uh, CBS employee, I forget what her name is, is talking with this so-called family. And I don't know if it's his real father, maybe it is. Kenneth Walker, the, the, the boy, surviving boyfriend, and his mother and his purported father, uh, maybe it is really his father. If it is, it's weak. But they're all sitting outside at a table, on the grass, looks like in the backyard of somebody's place. And he is looking just like a little boy. How old is Kenneth Walker supposed to be? She was 26. I have to assume that he was around that age. But he looked... And he didn't look like he's... He looked to me like he's kind of playing innocent. He's still a potential suspect. He was a suspect. He was in jail on suspicion of attempted murder of a police officer. Then they let him out, they dismissed it, but without prejudice, meaning they can still charge him. But the mother's pretending that he was doing everything right. Uh, not if you're sleeping with your boyfriend, and I know that even the nice law-abiding people have very low standards and are living with their boyfriends and stuff, or girlfriends and stuff. And look at her, she's wearing that t-shirt. Why aren't, have... I wonder if they've spoken out against the riots and false smears. No, because they're blind, brainwashed, and caught up in this ego trip. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that, I'm, I'm reacting to him, to this Kenneth Walker guy flying a black power fist thing with his... 
not ex not exactly lean arm. <laughs> he just, just kind of looks like his mother. Stretch marks. Not to be so mean, but it's true. Man. That's... What a disgrace. What a disservice. These people all caught up as, as though they're fighting some important righteous fight. And really they're, they're fighting for evil. It, it may well come out that this Brianna lady, in fact, I think it kind of already has, was up to no good. And she was, maybe she was trying to get out of it, but it's too late. And it's retarded. It's, I mean, it's ridiculous. They're pretend and the funny thing is, the insane thing is, that they're pretending it's racism related. Wrong house, oh, disproportionately affecting black people. What, what, you're gonna just, let's just pick a black. Let's target that black. No. <laughs> they targeted her because she was girlfriends with a drug dealer. Anyway, so phony. Anything else about that? You guys can call in 888-775-3773. I had to show that. You know, somebody else who's... I think of somebody else who's kissing up to the phony um, Brianna Taylor victimhood thing. Besides everybody else in the world who's, who's um, not conservative. Is Rudy Giuliani's daughter... Just a dumb, liberal, blind brainwashed, of course. Pretty. Pretty evil. And, uh, on her way out, in terms of that prettiness, because she is, indeed, has embraced the bisexual identity. According to her, twi her pinned tweet on her Twitter. Maybe she's just trying to be funny. Caroline Rose Giuliani. Caroline Rose Giu. G-I-U. Director, actor, writer, and weirdo. Yeah, that's for sure. Liberal, obviously, she says. And she slash her is her Twitter profile. From Los Angeles? What the heck? Get her on the show. Caroline Rose Giu, as in Giuliani's daughter. He had two children with his, I guess, second wife, and he was his second wife's second husband, I think. Something like that. They are each married a few times. Bound to have something go wrong. President Trump's daughter moved away from Christianity. <laughs> uh, and this one moved away from, well, I don't know, uh, her father used to be kind of liberal himself, Rudy Giuliani, a New York liberal, but a sort of a Republican. I'm best, but she says she's bisexual, but she gets confused uh, sometimes. Makes some dumb joke. And so she wrote this piece in Vanity Fair, and I looked at her Instagram. And it has all this Black Lives Matter, Breonna Taylor, Justice for Breonna Taylor nonsense. I've always felt that, you know, my being white and male <laughs> and Christian or whatever, I've always felt that it's not 
it's not a good enough explanation just to say, oh, people are Democrats just for the free stuff and because they feel like victims. I also think and know, and you do too, I believe, that it's also for those people who are so-called privileged or whatever, right, to not have been victimized at all in their lives, to feel sorry for fake victims and to uh, think, oh, we need to help and give people the free stuff. That is the case, too. That's what I've felt about my friends who are dumb liberals. Although more of them than I've realized, I think it might be coming out that they were illegals, too, or they were little criminals, too, or into the weird sex perversions, too. Including the sex before marriage. Also a perversion. Did you know? Pornography. Also a perversion. Did you know? You knew that. Um, thanks for all the subscriptions, guys. Psylosopher. Making it happen. But... This woman... In 2010, by the way, she was caught shoplifting at a Sephora. Sephora, that's some upscale New York type of, I've seen them at malls, I want to say. I forget whether it's what it is, clothing or jewelry or makeup. makeup. Yeah, yeah, it's makeup, huh? Dang. Joel knows that, not because he's into that, but because he grew up with women. (laughs) He said, he said it once, (laughs) and I'm bringing it up again. Rhonda says, I like free stuff, but I don't get it. (laughs) So this woman is so phony and fake. She wrote this whole piece on um, Vanity Fair, and then she went on Rachel Maddow. (laughs) Joel says, thanks for shaming me more. She went on Rachel Maddow's show. That's the shamelessly lesbian woman who's at the forefront of MS." LSD or MSDNC, MSNBC. <laughs> Wiggy Dog says, just like her father, a thief. <laughs> yeah, she stole like a, a, about a hundred dollars worth of items, and so she was released right away. I think in LA, at least, you're supposed to steal a thousand before you can even stay in jail. It's just catch and release. That's why there are the, and those are liberal laws, like feel sorry for the criminal type laws. Oh, it's not, that's just a petty nonviolent crime. And plus we have overcrowding. Let's not criminalize crime, right? (laughs) People who commit crimes. And therefore we, oh man, yeah, he is stealing our air. (laughs) Stealing our sense of peace. Yikes, where'd you find that picture? What the heck? I like Rudy. Can't turn that thing off. No. Uh, I don't know. I'm Rudy. There, at least he's pointing up to Jesus. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani, he supports President Trump. I heard that he dealt with the mob. I didn't see it. I don't know. Maybe he is the, he's the new mob. I don't know. But, you know, he used to be, was he attorney general under Ronald Reagan or something like that? I was a kid during the, like the, during a big part of his career. He was mayor of New York. That's, I guess, when he had the children around the time. And he, 
I heard that he helped bring the crime down. Crime in New York used to be way higher than it is now, but it is gaining steam again. Thank you to Bill de Blasio, whom that Q guy tried to arrest. <laughs> but she, of course, goes on Rachel Maddow and accuses Trump supporters. Trump supporters of a mob mentality. Yeah, right. That is so rich coming from somebody who's sharing Breonna Taylor and Black Lives Matter memes. Those are the literal mob. Pots and kettles, right? Pots and kettles. It's like, say the, the kettle is like a light gray. There's a little bit of black in it. There's a little bit of corruption in it. That's the, that's the conservatives, the Trump supporters. Yeah, we're a little corrupt. That's why we have been losing over the decades. And now we have a winner in office, but still, still losing somehow, you know, in a lot of ways. And then uh, the pot is full-blown black, as in their souls are black and evil. And then they're calling us black, but the kettle's like lighter than the pot. It's ridiculous. But that's communism for you. Accuse them of doing what they do. And what's funny is... I hear useful idiots on Twitter, or I don't hear them, but I read them on Twitter and accusing, saying, Oh, typical Nazi, accuse them of being what you are. Did the Nazis do that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a communist thing. It's definitely an evil thing. I've noticed that blacks, there she is posing with Rudy when she was, I don't know, looks like Medusa. I almost said that she looks innocent. But then she's also posing with um, Kamala Harris. Biden-Harris 2020 removed Trump. Did she tweet both of those pictures at the same time? Bleeding blue heart of mine. An excellent day. Um, ridiculous. Kamala is so such a phony woman. Of course, I guess this woman would be into that. It's just awful. Her Vanity Fair piece says, what does it say? I may not be able to change my father's mind, but together we can vote this toxic administration out of office. And she works in the uh, entertainment world. She went to Harvard and studied uh, theater. She was a theater person. Talk about a useless, uh, well, I mean, not really providing a lot of value to the world type of thing. But you notice with, um, when you argue with blacks, which you should, should not argue, I notice that they try to get under your skin and they just brazenly blatantly, outright deny basic truth, basic facts, and they either pretend or just plain don't understand statistics, as you, you've all had this experience with them. They say, 80% of white-on-white crime, 90% of black-on-black -black crime, practically the same thing. How come we don't hear about white-on-white -white crime? <laughs> Retarded, right? But... Just as they are shamelessly denying reality and just spreading just malice, we should be shamelessly denying their lies 
and any credence to their stuff. Not saying, well, not all cops are good. No, we should say all cops are awesome. <laughs> Maybe not, but whatever. Just be shameless, because I noticed that's probably what gets under the intellectual's skin, the intellectual liberal's skin, with Jesse Lee Peterson versus, for example, David Pakman, whom he was supposed to debate today on the Fallen State, but uh, it got postponed. If you guys were paying attention to the Fallen State YouTube channel, you would have seen it scheduled and then unscheduled. Not on our end. Not on our end. But uh, I just noticed that he, he, Jesse Lee Peterson has such, um, well, I mean, he just has real confidence. And I think that's what gets under these people's skin, just like President Trump. Just simple. A simple man. A simple man. And um, that confounds the unsimple people. The complicated people. The liberals. And the rhinos. Just like God's wisdom it, uh, confounds the wisdom of the wise, right? The foolishness of God is wiser than man's wisdom. And that's so true. <laughs> Let me get to Ken in New Jersey. That's why I use this. He wants to talk about useful idiots. First time caller. Oh, first time caller, Ken in New Jersey. What's up, Ken? How are you doing? Okay, doing good, doing good. I first heard you with, uh, I listened to you with Jesse Lee Peterson. Nice. And uh, I enjoyed that show, and now I'm tapping into your show after that. Sweet. Appreciate that. And it feels good to hear people with the same opinions as you have, you know? Yeah. And, and you were, I was just listening to you, and you just said something about useful idiots. Yep. And that was a uh, statement from Vladimir Lenin. And he was the father of communism from Russia. Yeah. I've right. heard something along those lines. That's why, that's why I use the term. Right. And that's what he, that's the term where it came from, because he used to use riots to get what they, you know, what, what he wanted to get through. Reminds me of George Soros. <laughs> exactly. And they use riots, and then they used to wonder what to do with these people. And they used to ask Vladimir Lenin, and he said, Leave them alone. They're useful idiots. Yeah. You know, they'll come in handy later on when we want to push something through. We could always make them riot. Yeah. Was, uh, you know, uh, uh, racism or whatever to push something through that they needed to push through. I've heard, though, that many times some of these people, at least the more vulnerable and weak and actually weak, have been were offed after they were used in that way. Yeah. After yeah. they got the power that they wanted, they just they just murdered these people. Yeah. In yeah. some way. I don't know what the real, like, how it went down exactly, but I've heard right. things like that. Right, right. That's exactly what, I don't know what, what they had done. Yeah. But Vladimir Lenin says, leave them alone. They're useful idiots. <laughs> yeah. You know, so in the future, I guess maybe he wanted to use them, you know, to pass stuff that, uh, you know, the Communist Party couldn't uh, do. But uh, yeah. if Something else I wanted to bring up, too. All right. And it was about, like, I was hearing you talk about the founders and stuff like that on Jesse Lee Peterson uh, on the show about, and how, you know, the, there were Freemasons and stuff like that. Yeah. But there was also, there was also 56 uh, signers, and they used to debate this, you know, with these other men. 
Otherwise, they wouldn't have signed it, you know? Yeah. And a lot of them were preachers, okay? And, and somebody that's never even mentioned, okay, was a preacher called Benjamin Rush. And he's a signer of all three documents. And he was a minister. And he gave over 230, like, uh, uh, speeches to the men to form the government. And using biblical means to do it. Wow. He's the one that... I've heard that name before. Benjamin Rush. Benjamin Rush, yeah. And and another person that doesn't get any credit at all is uh, uh, Thomas Nielsen. Thomas Nielsen is the name of a Bible company. Right. Right? And they make, you know, they named it after Thomas Nielsen because he was a signer of all three documents. And he was a very rich man, and he went out and he borrowed $2 million on his signature. Wow. Okay? On his signature What's alone, that mean? He borrowed $2 million on his signature. What's that mean? He went to the bank and borrowed $2 million because he had a big mansion, and uh, he was a business, big businessman. So he borrowed $2 million for the effort of the Revolutionary War. Oh, I see. Nice. Right. To buy cannons, cannonballs, gunpowder, rifles, you know, uh, bulls, gunpowder, all that stuff. And he went and he he paid it all back. Wow. By himself. Nice. That's impressive. Very, very under leveraged, right? (laughs) As President Trump called himself. Nobody would help him pay it back. That's interesting. Yeah. And he wound up dying a poor man. Wow. I got this all off of a website. Actually, it's a very patriotic website. Okay. Nice, man. Cyber Sarges. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's such a beautiful website. Well, man, um, Thomas Nielsen, Nielsen, is it? N-I-E-L-S-O-N? Right. That publisher that's named after that man published one of Jesse Lee Peterson's books. Was it Scam? How the Black Leadership Exploits Black America? I think it might have been that one. Yeah. Scam, How the Black Leadership Exploits Black America. Oh, yeah. They're definitely doing that. This is all in their routine. It's a a Democratic routine now. Whatever. Right. (laughs) It is such a routine. It's like, okay, what's next? Oh, yeah, that's next. Right. It's political season. Yeah. Racism. Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny. They're trying to call Lindsey Graham racist now. For being sarcastic about bringing the good old days back of, of segregation <laughs> and stuff like that, so ridiculous. Because wow. he's up for there, he's he's a rhino, but he's our rhino. It, when it comes to him versus a black male Democrat who's married to a feminist who won't change her last name, I think uh, I'll take Lindsey Graham. I think I don't know. Trump makes him function a little bit. Yeah, I hate to vote for rhinos, right? I'm not yeah. in South. Is it South Carolina? Right. Um, but anyway. <laughs> that's that's really, uh, it, Par for the course. Right. And and also, too, like I wanted to bring up on Jesse's show, okay, about I have a Webster's Dictionary here. They're very Fake important. news. The, the old, old dictionaries uh-huh. are actually, if you get buy one, I got one from 1945. It's a Webster's New International Dictionary. The International, thing, bad word for it. <laughs> right, but it's it's falling apart. Okay, yeah. And, and you look up the word welfare, 
in there. Uh-huh. Okay, and in this dictionary here, the word welfare, okay, number two on it is in full welfare, work. That's what the word welfare means, work. In, oh. in other dictionaries, I, see, I go to estate sales. Yeah. And then at the estate sales, <laughs> I ask people, do they, you know, you have any old dictionaries that your parents, you know, they passed away. Right. And they're, they're selling all their stuff. So um, they, it would, they say, yeah, we got their dictionary, but it's falling apart, you know? Yeah. I say, How much you want for it? And they say, like, 50 cents. Nice. You know? So I have these, dic- I have like three dictionaries from before the 1950s. That's. And they- they all say the same thing about the word welfare. Meaning work, work, huh? Talk work. about subversion, huh? Yeah, they, they changed the dictionary. Webster it, has become fake news. Yeah, the new the new dictionaries will say it's government handouts. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Ken, I appreciate it. How old are you, if you don't mind my asking? I'm 69. Right on, man. I love boomers. I, I I grew up during this time, and it's like, it's amazing how, I, I went to my foot doctor, right, and <laughs> flaming liberal. I don't mean to laugh. Yeah. But yep. The foot doctor is a liberal? I, most doctors. Of course. Know, they are? I, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I, I would say so, because look at where they're ed, so-called educated. Oh, yeah. It creeps in, man. And then look at the surrounding mainstream media around them and the social media. Ken, right. I got to run. Let's talk again, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. Yep. Take care. Bye-bye. Appreciate the subscriptions once again, guys. Thank you. And thank you, too, to Based AF, Based America First, gave a generous super chat on the streamlabs.com slash the hate report. It says, Has a, have a blessed Friday. Or have a blessed Friday? I don't know how he would pronounce it. I'm going to assume blessed. Appreciate that. Dirt Dog says, I hate boomers. (laughs) Boomer Dictionary. That's pre-boomer, actually. That's what they grew up on. (laughs) Okay. Let me get to Art in Ohio. He wants to talk about Rudy Giuliani's daughter. Hey, what's up, bud? Hey, how you doing, Art? Hey, hey, I'm Art. I'm Art. Well, first of all, uh, first of all, uh, uh, how y'all doing to Hake and my uh, my four specialists and Jesse? So <laughs> check this out. You know what you just said about uh, Graham about turning back to segregation? Yeah. All right, now God came to me and told to talk to him. Didn't talk to me about this, but it's crazy. Every time that he comes to me, you the next day bring it up. I'm gonna tell you something else that uh, you didn't know. I went to court one day and I missed your show. When I got out of court, do you not know when I cut your show on? You were talking about the same thing I was talking about the day before, so that's how I know God has me connected with you. So check nice. this out. All right, so Ben, check this out. God came to me when you were talking about the Lizzie Grammar whatnot as far as uh, them going back to segregation. Well, that's what's about to happen. Yeah. You know why it's going to happen? You know why it's going to happen? Because of the attack on whites? Gonna... Well, no, not only that. See, with the blacks ain't understanding, even some of these uh, trailer park white people ain't understanding either. If the government, CIA, and all them are running experiments on them, 
So now that they see how it is when the man is not in the house and what happens to the kids, the females are setting their kids to a disadvantage by not having the kids around. So now when they get older and that coming into these next 20 years, they're going to make a law that if you didn't have a dad in your house, because they see what's going on over these, these over what's going on with us now, that you ain't going to be able to work no job and ain't going to be able to call and say nothing about racism or segregation because they don't want your kids without no fathers in the house working at their business because y'all are messy. Y'all don't <laughs> listen. Y'all always complain. Y'all still rob, kill, do everything. Y'all got no morals, no character, no none of that. You 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 always complain. You ain't accountable. It ain't, you got even the boys acting like the females. They ain't even accountable. Yeah. God bless you. I'm out here. Appreciate it, Art. Thank you, man. Take care. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I thought that he was going to talk about Rudy Giuliani's daughter, but maybe that applies to her too. A sick woman. You know, um, Ben Sass is. An enemy of America. He is just a never Trumper type of a Republican. And yeah, he pretended like he started to like Trump, but he's a fake. He's like sort of a young guy, relatively young, family man. I like that. That's nice. But he is, I think, an intellectual. He is a Republican, but he's a rhino. And <laughs> he was criticizing Trump, believing in the racism thing, I think. Family of Satanists, really? <laughs> Might be. He's from Nebraska, right? Isn't he from Nebraska? A sen- is he a senator, Ben Sass, from Nebraska? Something like that. He, um, he appeared... This was my, my first impression of him was... A dumb, know-it-all, phony, intellectual Trump hater on Twitter, okay? My second impression of him was his appearance on uh, Bill Maher, that white Jewish atheist comedian talk host on whose show Jesse Lee Peterson has appeared back when it was called Politically Incorrect. Now it's called Real Time with Bill Maher, or something like that, right? And Bill Maher sat down and did an interview with, I guess it's Senator, whatever, Ben Sass of, I think it's Nebraska, one of those Midwestern states with a lot of plains and cornfields and stuff like that. So Ben Sass says, oh, we'll take you out to the fields and you can do some work. I guess they were chatting about maybe Bill Maher visiting his area. What's your area like? What's your state like? So we'll take you to the fields and do some work. Yeah, Nebraska. And, uh, (laughs) I don't, keep me from saying it. Get your hand ready on the mute button. (laughs) But Bill Maher, and it was so funny. He says, the cornfields, make me work in the cornfields. Senator, I'm a house nigga. (laughs) And it was funny. And, you know, Ben Sass is his typical... Uh, phony politician, fake, uh, smiley white guy, insecure self, smiling a little bit. But he knows that that's a, not a kosher word to say if you're a white Jewish atheist, even comedian liberal. Right? You can't say the N-word because you're not black. <laughs> and so 
Um, this guy, he's dated black females. I don't think that he's ever married. He apologized to Ice Cube when that happened. He apologized. He groveled. He brought on this disgusting, phony, way too, talking way too fast, almost as bad as Maze, maybe even worse. Um, uh, he has the three names and it's like way too, it's a mouthful to even say it. Man, I, I had it on the tip of my tongue. But he talked to some intellectual guy who says a million words a minute, and he once called a he once called Jordan Peterson a mean white man or something like that, mean angry white man. Uh, Ice Cube said that's our word. Yeah, Michael Eric Dyson. Thank you, Michael Eric Dyson. He groveled in front of him and he just kissed up and apologized. This guy hangs around blacks, has black so-called girlfriends, overgrown. For you know. <laughs> for being Bill Maher, all white-haired, widow's peak, <laughs> and it was funny. It was funny to call himself a house n-word, meaning that he doesn't go out and work in the fields. It's funny, but no, everybody took it so seriously as though it really means something, or he, or as though he, him saying that is going to normalize saying that, and when you normalize saying that, it's going to be traumatizing to blacks or something like that. Or it's going to breed disrespect. Shows you how shallow the liberals are. They're just addicted to words and fake ideas. Ideas. Antifa is an idea uh, from which we use this idea to murder people and attack and dox and stuff like that. And destroy. Steal, kill, and destroy. There's Michael Eric Dyson. Jason Lee Peterson has debated him too. Self-important. And he's supposed to be a preacher, by the way. Talking all fast, not saying much of anything, except for lies. Come on, man! <laughs> so, Ben Sass, enough about the phony outrage over the N-word. We all know that it's phony. Ben Sass feeds into that phoniness, rather than saying, you know, he didn't mean any harm. Rather than being the, the innocent boy who said the emperor has no clothes, you guys have no basis for uh, lynching <laughs> Bill Maher over the use of the word. Saying, why, in this culture, why is this culture so insane over this word? It's fake. It's a fake outrage. He says, I, shouldn't, I should have spoken more forcefully against him saying that. Or something like that. He said something to that effect, like, I should have pushed back on him like that, against that, saying that, rather than just smile and be quiet. Ben Sass Ashil, says Ghost Murdoch. Yes. And so that was my second impression of him, worse than the first. Not only is he a dumb, blind, brainwashed, never-Trumper, he's also a kiss-up to the phony idea of racism. Silly. Beyond silly. And so, I heard that he was working with Trump now. I'm like, okay. I think President Trump, even very classy, maybe ill-advised, I don't know, but I don't think so. He even endorsed him for re-election. Helped him get re-elected. I'm like, wow. I feel good about Ben Sass again. Well, Drudge reports, along with the Washington Examiner, that there is a leaked call, and I don't know if it's true, but Washington Examiner is oftentimes true. They spread out 
they spread some decent information sometimes. They're not that far left. <laughs> they would probably be considered a uh, conservative source, I guess. But I don't know. I think they... Impl- Let me not get into that. But they say exclusive GOP Senator Sass tre- says Trump kisses dictators be- behinds. I almost said B-words. <laughs> and mocks evangelicals. This is an article by David M. Drucker, senior political correspondent for Washington Examiner. And so he excoriated President Trump in a telephone conference call with constituents. What the heck? This past week, or this week, saying he mishandled the coronavirus response, kisses dictators' butts, which this guy is the kiss kiss up. He kisses up to the fake idea of, you shouldn't say the N-word, Bill Maher. Dumb. Sells out our allies. Well, Bill Maher is no ally, but he sells out President Trump. And isn't allies kind of like a a World War II word? Aren't we done with World War II? Isn't it now like a liberal word? Maybe I'm taking it, reading too much into it. I'm for sure am. But ally is a liberal word for your, you support homosexuality. That's what that means now. (laughs) Can we please be done with World War II? (laughs) And spends like a drunken sailor, mistreats women, oh gosh, and trash talks or mocks evangelicals behind their backs. What, by saying that, joking around that um, his vice president, Mike Pence, wants to hang all the gays? It's funny, it's just a silly joke. It might be a dark joke, but it's funny. And he, he loves, there's no question in my mind that he loves the evangelicals. <laughs> he might not always get... If I can, if I'm an evangelical, I don't even know what that really means. Evangelist? Uh, but he loves the evangelicals. He loves the less educated people. He's just full of love. Pretty much. I think. He's more, definitely more genuine than this phony Ben Sass, who's just a coward and a kiss-up. He says Trump has flirted with white supremacists. Stupid. Who? Like, what's a white supremacist anyway? I agree with, uh, with JLP. Where's the white, what is that? They just say it. None of these people who are even labeled as that call themselves that. And most of the time, their beliefs don't even, sometimes their beliefs would say, oh, yes, it's superior, or, or we want this, we don't want that. It's preference, maybe? White preferences? (laughs) Uh, And his family treated the presidency like a business opportunity, he says. Be quiet. They love the country, especially Trump. He said Trump could drive the Senate into the hands of the Democrats and cause permanent damage to the Republican Party. The Republican Party was a shambles and is still, honestly. It's a bunch of lame rhinos who betray people who tell the truth and betray people who have the freedom of speech. They're the traitors. They're the ones doing the damage. President Trump is salvaging what's salvageable and then some with regard to Republicans and the country. So Sass is a phony. He, they're pretending that he's a potential candidate for president for 2024. He's up for re-election November 3rd. Expected to cruise to victory. 
I don't know if President Trump will respond to this. Maybe not. Sass is just a, a sassy gnat. <laughs> just swat that thing away. We're opening the treasure chests. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you, Silosopher. Congrats to <laughs> Mr. Buddy Mower <laughs> for, for the subscription. I can't even say your name out loud on the... <laughs> but it's a funny name. Lawnmower person. So we are open to the treasure chest, guys. And let me not um, be overly delayed on that. So that's Ben Sass for you. That's my fourth impression of Ben Sass. And by the way, President Trump, according to Mediaite, said that, um, that the states that he's losing are just dumb, according to Mediaite, right? He said, we're winning everywhere where people are intelligent. And isn't that true? Not where you have Harvard brainwashed, uh, mainstream culture brainwashed followers, trend followers, so much for being punk rock, right? Um, like Rudy Giuliani's 31-year-old daughter. She, her daughter. <laughs> Those people are not intelligent. Neither is that... Um, neither is that phony... Uh, man, I blanked on what I was about to say. Whatever, you guys know. <laughs> It's ridiculous. They have they have such low standards. The Washington Compost says that Trump got called out. I got this push notification, right, from Apple News. They try to tell me what's important. I got this push notification from Apple News sharing the Washington Post Compost push notification headline. A push notification goes to your phone for the boomers. And it read something like, President Trump got called out for his either lies or misinformation or something to do with downplaying COVID or whatever. Meanwhile, <laughs> this is literally what they said, something like this. Biden had this steady night that he needed. <laughs> they just Doesn't that just make him sound like an old, uh, frail, fragile man who's like on decline and like it's a good thing it's headline worthy that he had a steady night and that's all he needed to head off to head off president trump they're still pretending that he's more likely to win i really don't think so i think trump has i don't think he has it in the bag but i think he is likely as long as we all push right it seems like it <laughs> I was chuckling. I got thrown off because um, I'm getting great tips from you guys in the chat. Thank you to Dirty, whatever your name is, <laughs> for the suggestion. But people are pretending that this woman who, um, who debated <laughs> President Trump, and I say debated, but, and that slipped out, I meant to say moderated this town hall with President Trump, Guthrie, she was just fake. She was, like, hounding him 
but she was more obnoxious than anything. And President Trump had to fight with her, but he kept a nice demeanor even with her most of the time. It was forceful, but just right. And then he had to turn around and be very nice with these voters, some of which were kind of dumb. And I've heard that some of these people who were, um, who were at some, some of these town halls, they were more politically involved than they let on. And it was ridiculous that they had to read. I preferred when they just spoke from the heart. It wasn't, it wasn't it nice when that old lady from Poland and wherever said, you have the nicest smile to President Trump if you watch this town hall thing. And then he made him smile. But meanwhile, most of these people held, held the mic and held their question and just read off the question. That's, that's lame. Doesn't TV know better than to... Whatever, I guess they were insecure. And, you know, when you're on the, in front of the cameras, maybe you blank out and forget what you're about to say. So it's best to have the thing and then just read off of it. But it just came off not well, not with, with no life to it. President Trump was the only one with life just, just speaking the plain as he saw it truth. So that's so, so nice, so nice. And I'm glad that he didn't fall for the, I mean, I wish he hadn't fallen for the I condemn Proud Boys. But I'm glad he didn't fall for the I condemn uh, QAnon. I like that he has like a built-in resistance to their pressure to do something, condemn something that he doesn't even understand. Nobody even understands it. Anyway, guys, right on, President Trump. Right on, guys. I don't think we'll have the fallen state today, right? No fallen state, no JLP plays, but church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Nice, huh? And then I will be back on Monday for The Hake Report. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JesseLeePeterson.com for Jesse's stuff. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church. And on it is the silent prayer. It's on it. All right, guys. Take care. Yeah.